0: from the game gurus at Snakes and Lattes. You're listening to the Snakes Cast, a proud member of the Dice Tower network.
1: Welcome back to the Snakes Cast everyone. Joining me this week are my co-hosts Todd, hi, and Stella. Hello. And we're going to be talking about kingmakers and spoilers this week. Now, we're not talking about spoilers as in telling you who dies in the next episode of Game of Thrones because we read the books years ago or something like that. Uh, this is something else. This is when you're playing a game and it's clear you're not going to win but you can still make sure that a certain specific person is also not going to win. You're spoiling it for them. This is closely related to kingmaking, which is what we call it when there's two or more people out there who could win and you can't win, and you get to decide who does win by, uh, by your various, pl- by, by various choices that you make in the game. For a lot of people, these are serious problems. For others, they're all part of the game. Uh, guys, have you had any memorable experiences with spoilers or kingmakers?
0: Not a lot with king making, king making, but with spoiling certainly. Um, in my family, uh, we we've always loved games growing up, and my sister and I have a huge rivalry. If I do something to take her down, she just says to me, "I don't care if I win, but you will not win this." Game. <laughs> and it's it's a it's a fun rivalry. Rivalry. It's not like we're we're really out for blood, but um, it just makes the game a little bit more enjoyable for us.
1: Good. So that's that's considered fair game then. That's not yeah. dirty pool. That's yeah, all yeah. part of the fun. Excellent. How about you, Stella?
2: Uh I've definitely I definitely play that way. Uh, where I kind of team up with somebody at the beginning of the game, and loyalty is everything. Ah, so I as long like, as one
1: of you, and either you or your ally wins.
2: Definitely, you bring your buddy to the end, and then it's fair game after that. You take everybody else out. Done that multiple times.
1: Sounds like you'd be a good diplomacy player. (laughs) Um, So for a lot of people, if you can do this in a game, that makes it a bad game or a game they'd rather not play. Sounds like for both of you, though, it's a selling point.
0: Uh, Yeah, it's been a positive experience for me. I mean, I've never... Here's the thing. I don't take the game all that seriously. Mm. I play it because I want to enjoy it. And if uh, spoiling the game or even kingmaking can add to that enjoyment, then so be it. All right.
2: Agreed. I, I love the drama and the sort of playfulness of it. You're kind of putting that role on and you're you're taking upon whatever role it is in the game and you're like, my, my friend, warrior, I will take you with me to the end, whatever it may be, and that agreement is sort of all in fun and, you know, maybe one out of three times one of you is going to break that and then <laughs> the next game you're going to be loyal with somebody else and that sort of... Like half the fun to me is to play those roles. Kind
1: of wonder how much that person's going to be able to trust you if they were there last <laughs> time, though. But that just adds to the drama, though, yeah. doesn't it? That's yeah. that's not taken away from it at all. Um, well obviously, for some people, this is a bit of an issue. I mean, for for a lot of people, the uh, a game is an exercise of skill, especially a lot of Euro gamers. Mm-hmm. And uh, European style games are often designed so that you can't really interact with the other players all that directly, which means it's hard to do the king making and spoiling thing. Um, and this is probably—I'm guessing—it's because they—they they, they like to feel like they won because of the because they're just better at the game. And if somebody who's not as good as they are can make them lose, well, that, that's that's a pretty bad point against it right there. But uh, it's 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 how can you tell when somebody's not going to go for that? Are there are there signs you can see among implement players that's not going to work out if you try to spoil it for them?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think also the style of game, the style of game that we usually see the king making and, uh, and, and spoiling happen, in, happen is, is in like American style games where there's really direct conflict. Uh, games that are very swingy. Euro games tend to be as you said multiplayer solitaire and they tend to be very close so it's, it, it's harder to try and make that work within it. Like you really have to work hard to kingmake or spoil in a Euro style game which makes it I think a little bit more personal.
1: You hear about uh, people on these online uh, gaming sites and a game like something like Puerto Rico, for example, a very, very heavy skill based Mm -hmm. game. Uh, There's one particular element in Puerto Rico, the captain. And if you take it at the right slash wrong time, you can really torpedo somebody's chances. And the phrase, how dare you take the captain is kind of a catchphrase (laughs) for people who just can't deal when it comes to this. All right then, hypothetical situation. So let's say you're playing a game, maybe Lords of Waterdeep or something, and you're pretty much out, you're way behind, you don't have a chance to actually win, but you do have some mandatory quest cards in your hand, which could be a very effective way of spoiling somebody else and making sure that they're going to lose. Do you spoil, or do you just try to get as many points as you can for yourself to get the best performance you can manage individually?
2: I think it's one of these things where uh, the saying "know your room" <laughs> comes comes in handy. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I usually play games with close friends, and and they get that it's all in jest and we're doing this for fun. So yeah, if somebody like took my last beer, or you know <laughs> somebody playing bought me my martini in front of me, then I'm gonna be like ha ha ha! I'm gonna burn this player for you. But, you know, if I'm playing with a bunch of strangers, I just happen to be at a party or happen to be at a cafe where, you know, maybe I know one person and I'm playing with their friends, I'd be less likely to do that, not knowing if they would take it personally or not. But if it's my buddies and they know this is all for jokes, definitely I would burn somebody or king make somebody just for fun.
1: Straight up for perversity.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: But uh, let's okay, let's 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 see uh, some sort of I mean, obviously the, the know your room thing is hugely important. what's what's okay in one context is not so much in another, but generally let's see if we can get some general things out there if we actually can or if there, maybe there are no general rules. Is it okay to spoil somebody who took you out of contention earlier in the game What whatever it is they did, they they took you down so much that you're you're not gonna get back up. Is it okay to play spoiler against them generally? Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, th- that was really quick, and I wonder how many people <laughs> in the audience would agree with that. It's uh, When I was younger, and, and slightly uh, more foolish than I am now, I had this strategy, and I thought it was brilliant, you see. What I would do is, uh, I, I would just announce at the whole table at the beginning of the game, first person who attacks me, first person who does anything bad to me, I'm gonna dedicate the rest of the game to making sure they lose. And I thought it was brilliant.
2: Oh, no, you're making enemies right off the bat. No, you got to play cool at first. <laughs> well,
1: it's, it, it's, that's absolutely true, and I didn't even realize how true it was. And here's the thing. It's, it's so much worse than that, too. It's not just a personal matter of making enemies. Even if they don't take it personally, even if they have no problem with it whatsoever, the fact is, if that becomes the winning strategy, then that means everybody has to do it. Everybody has to announce... Anybody who attacks me, I'm going to take him down, and that means nobody's ever going to attack anybody else, and your game is going to grind to a halt. Mm -hmm. So, as it turns out, the only reasonable response to come out with when somebody says that brilliant strategy of mine from my younger days, the only intelligent thing to do is to attack them immediately. (laughs) To punish them harshly. Absolutely. Make sure they learn the lesson. That's not going to work. All right, let's, okay, a little bit more nuanced here is it okay to spoil against somebody who took you out of contention last time you played?
0: No. No, I don't think so.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Maybe if it was the directly previous game, then sure. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, What's the statute of limitations then for- uh...
2: I feel like the night of is sort of the statute. Okay, okay, so- you, You build these alliances throughout the night, and these like enemies, like, you're my buddy for the night, you're my enemy for the night.
1: We haven't done an episode about an actual game night and the flow of games yeah. from stuff you play early on. We have to do an episode <laughs> about that. That'll be awesome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. Would you, would you agree, Todd, that, uh, that, that, that c- it can stretch over multiple games if... The uh, the evening seems to sort of call for it, or is, uh, or is that or is that kind of mm, not so?
0: I could see it if we played the same game directly after the game in which I got right. screwed same over. same game then, again. Yes. Okay. Then I would go after. But if
1: you it. switch to a different game, though, then you have to bury the hatchet. New game. Right, new game, clean slate.
2: I sorry, <laughs> sort of a pause on the thing. But what's that game where you're like the captain or the whatever, and you have to.
1: Puerto Rico again?
2: No, it's just a card game. I played it for the first time the other night. I'm sorry, this grinding this to a halt, but it was we played (laughs) at the staff party. And it was this exact thing is like we played like six games in a row. And people, oh, cool. Yeah. That's
1: cool. got to be cool. Yeah, that's the kind exactly of game where there's that. totally going to be grudges. Because yeah. like, oh, yeah. it's so short. Yeah. It's a quick game. It's so about 15 minutes. you would
2: totally do like loyalty for a couple games in a row. And then if that person turned on you, then the next game right away you turn on them.
1: And the loyalties shift yeah. over the course of yeah. the evening from game to game, but also sort of spreading across multiple plays. Exactly. I can see that. Well, what if they did something that annoyed you out of game? Is it okay then?
0: No. I don't think so.
1: Okay.
2: Again, I think it depends on on who you're with. If it's your buddies and you're doing it all in jest and you're like...
1: So if if, if it was your buddy who didn't return that book that you lent them last week and that's become an in-joke with your friends.
2: Then yeah, you're like, I'm gonna shove you this card because you still, you lost my book. Or I'm gonna shove you this card because I bought you three beers the other night and you didn't even cover the cab home. Eat um, it, on, eat it. <laughs> on the other hand, if somebody
1: actually has a genuine grudge with you for some reason, and there's maybe some serious bad blood, that you're they're trying to work through, but mm, I guess there, there would be some things.
2: I don't know that I'd be playing board games with
1: them. Ah, that's probably a good <laughs> idea. You're smarter than I am. All right, so let's let's look at the opposite side of the coin. Is it okay to king make somebody help you early in the game? Obviously, your your, your buddy, or your, your loyal ally from earlier on is going to be fine, right?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think that like, it, like you said, Coup, for example, the games are really short. They're 10, 15 minutes. So you can kind of turn over and play those allies again and switch them up if they screw you over. And I think it's a fun way to do that for sure. And I think people get that and it becomes this sort of like longer game of a bunch of mini games, <laughs> which is sort of fun.
1: It develops an arc of its own. Yeah. So, Tava, do you king make somebody who helped you earlier in the game?
0: I would. I would I, again. It depends on the game, depends on the situation, but yeah, I can see that happening. Generally
1: speaking, it's okay. All right, yeah. is it okay to King make somebody who helped you in a previous play,
0: uh, like a previous game? Yeah. No. Not so much. No.
2: Again, like know your room. Like I think, possibly. But if you're with a bunch of serious gamers, right? Maybe you don't want to step on those toes because they wouldn't appreciate that so much. But among my buddies and among like you're having a bunch of beers and you're having a good time, sure, that's funny. Like people get fake mad and you <laughs> go from there, you know?
1: Yeah, the ger-arg. Yeah. So um, and uh, this this is one that can come up sometimes with, uh, with groups where you've got a spouse or uh, or a buddy or in some case like this, is it okay to king make somebody who you have a personal relationship with? outside the game.
2: If it's a new romance, absolutely do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can see it in a new romance. Well, like,
2: you bring, you bring, like, your second, third date to, like, come over and play games. You're gonna you're going to nudge them and help them out a bit, especially if they're not a gamer. Yeah, okay, yeah,
1: I can see it, yeah. I can see it.
2: Why not? And people will understand why, and they'll I'll give you the wink and the nod, and I got you.
1: So if it's not quite so much of a new romance, though, if it's like, man, you always bring your girlfriend, and you always kingmaker. I mean, this is, oh, I after, a couple, Terrible. Never it. after yeah. a couple of years of that, That's I'm annoying. thinking your game group might just, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean I for for me I think odds are I would go the other way around if I was seeing somebody for a long time odds That's are for jokes That's when it's time to I'd bring like the knives out. Yeah, <laughs> yes,
0: absolutely. That actually yeah. happens to me all the time. Yeah. Really? mm mm-hmm.
1: Mhm. Yep. It's uh I suppose it's true the um, in order to properly stab somebody in the back, not in the face but in the back, they have to feel safe enough with you to turn their back to you, right? <laughs> they have to trust you.
0: Yeah. yeah, she'll full on stab me right in the face. <laughs>
1: That's not what I mean, she'll... Ah, we should talk about stabbing sometime too. What well, that's to. <laughs> we too. should play,
2: talk about like how do you play games with your partners and what level of partners and where that goes.
1: You give me all these great ideas, <laughs> Stella. Okay, so I guess that what what it all amounts to. The big question is. Do you have the right to decide the outcome of a game that you're not in contention to win anymore? Do you have responsibility to give somebody the victory if they've played well? To deny somebody the victory if they've played poorly or if they have uh, antagonized you? And should that be something they should have to pay a penalty for later on in the game by making enemies? Uh, or should you, so, do you have responsibility to step back and allow whoever is still in contention to win? Does, is this even something that you should think about when you're playing?
0: I think it's completely situational based. Um, I keep it depends on back who to you're, that. you're playing with and, and the, the dynamic that you have um, if I was playing with a group that I, I didn't know and they started doing that I might not want to play with that group again uh, but if I'm playing it with my buddies or with my, my fiance of course she's going to stab me in the back that's what she does that's what she enjoys doing my sister will only play a game if she can spoil it
2: <laughs> yeah in all seriousness it's definitely dependent on the game and the people you're playing with it if it's just short fun game yeah go nuts play your alliances whatever if it's even if it's a long game but you all know and you're all on the same page and you can just like play with each other and stab each other whatever but if you're sitting down with people who want to play a game for real and for serious and have the best man win or woman then you know once you're out you're out kind of take take your step back and and let the game unfold I think it's definitely I agree it's situational for sure
1: and we keep coming back to that. It's, uh, one of the most important things is to, is to have a group that wants the same thing out of a game that you do. And if you find that there's a lot of spoiling, kingmaking going on, you don't care for it, or there's a lot of standing back and just not getting in people's faces and you find that that's missing, um, it may be that you need to find either, either adjust the tone of the group that you're playing in or find some people who are more into the style of play that suits what you're looking for in a game. Anyway, this has been fun, guys. Thanks. Uh, Until next time, I'm Jonathan Moriarty with Stella and Todd. Game on.
0: Bye. Night.
1: Thanks for listening. You can find more from the Game Gurus by subscribing to the Snakes and Lattes YouTube channel or by visiting our blog. Just go to snakesandlattes.com and click where it says blog up near the top of the page. Until next week, I'm P.T. Douglas.
0: Game on.